What's up, everyone? Reckless Fox here, and welcome to episode 71. Yeah, 71. Episode 71 of the Struggle Gaming Podcast, where we are the folks and jokes to tell you everything going on right now in the gaming industry, for the most part, and you know things about the movie industry, some comic books, and geek culture just in general. And rock with me tonight, just or just a two-man power trip tonight, we got Boken Kabado. Take it away. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Be healthier than I am. Gotta be stronger. Gotta be faster. Sonic X. Oh my god. Yeah. Sonic. And my opening comment is, speaking of Sonic, uh, I just watched uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, and oh my god, that... Look, let me just put it like this. If y'all have not uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, um, yeah, I, I did my reaction, and... Uh, I'm gonna say this, um, Boken, if you, I, I'm gonna need an extra bottle of Johnny Walker to go see that movie, because, yeah, I, I, I need to be in the right state of mind to go see that movie. Uh, but, I still have, uh, half a bottle of, uh, Johnny White Walker. I'm gonna need, okay, I'm gonna need that Johnny White Walker for, uh, next month when I go see Dark Phoenix, so, keep that, just hold that for me. But on, on, on the serious note, on the serious note, I wanna say... Uh, rest in peace to John Singleton. Um, for those of you who don't know who John Singleton is, he's one of the um, amazing. He's honestly one of the best black directors of our time. Uh, he made Boys in the Hood, and he made so many other movies that I can't that I can't really go past. I mean, Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice. Uh, say what you want about this movie, with Baby Boy about Baby Boy and how they play it all the time on BET, but. That movie's actually a good movie as long as you don't play it over and over again with a different story. Um, he also did Higher Learning. He did the 2000 version of Shaft with Sam Jackson. And he did quite possibly my favorite um, Mark Wahlberg movie of all time. It's my number one. It's Four Brothers. And he did some other ones like Illegal Tender, Black Snake Moan, Rosewood, Abduction, stuff like that. Okay, Abduction's not that good, but you, you know what I mean. And now a certain... And now a certain white guy that also needs his rest in peace, Peter Mayhew, the the uh, the suit actor for Chewbacca. Yeah, he died. And he died what yesterday, right? Yeah, he died yesterday, age seventy eight, I think it was. Yeah. So real quick, I just want to give a quick moment of silence to both John Singleton and Chewba- um, Chewbacca. What what's the actor's name again? I just want to make sure. Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew. So I want to give a quick moment of silence to Peter Mayhew. And John Singleton, so. Okay, thank you. GC will be coming in later on, and maybe we'll have a small cameo from CC because I did get her insight on Avengers Endgame, and she cried just as much as I did. And uh, we will be doing our final retrospective review of the MCU next week with myself Boken Kabado and hopefully CC so if you have not yet be sure to listen to the MCU retrospective review part one and part two which will review both phase one and phase two of the MCU leading into endgame and the endgame review should be up by the time this uh podcast is going up as well but for all, with all that being said we gotta do some housekeeping because we got we got a few things to talk about it's not gonna be a long podcast um but it's gonna it's, it's gonna we're gonna be hitting some uh we're gonna be hitting some ticks tonight but uh, for those of you don't know we do our podcast every weekend on twitch unfortunately we didn't do it last week because it was just a very busy week uh all last weekend you know, Endgame came out, the Game of Thrones finale happened, the, not Game of Thrones finale, the Game of Thrones episode happened, um, <laughs> people were out of town, some people's birthdays, happy belated birthday, my boy Boca Capito, um, just, uh, everything was just so busy last <laughs> weekend, so, and then Boca Capito got sick, oh god, anyway, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so we do all our stuff live on Twitch. So if you haven't yet, be sure to follow me here on Twitch.tv slash RecklessFox, where you can listen to new episodes of the Scrub Club podcast live, as well as Scrub Club Cinema Presents, and uh, 12 Vision and Movies, and uh, live Let's Plays. And chat, as always, we love you. Be sure to let us know. Comment on what you think about certain things we're going to be talking about. Because we're going to be talking about, the majority of this episode, we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat 11 and the stuff that's going on with Steam and Epic Games. And we might address Etika. I'm, I'm, I honestly don't know if it, because X Force has a lot more knowledge about Etika than I do. And I wish I can probably get my, I wish we can get a cameo from my boy Just Jay Solomon, but I'm pretty sure he's doing the, his podcast right now as we speak. 
But like I said, and let's not forget Dildozer. Dil- yeah, but dil- no, Dildozer is out. Dildozer is with his girl right now, so uh, I'm I'm waiting for him. He he wants to be a guest on the show, so I'm trying I'm trying to make sure. Uh, uh maybe we could do a maybe next weekend before me and him have to go to a potluck, but that's a different story. Um, uh, but yeah. So with all that being said, the chat we love you. Just make let, let's talk. Close mouths don't get fed. Um, people on SoundCloud, I don't worry. This will be up right after. So, if you were wondering, you know what, I really want to be part of the live podcast, but I can't. You know, I got to go do a late night shift. I got graveyard shift. My mama uh, tripping. My baby mama tripping. My wifey's tripping. The kids are still up at 11. My sister-in-law tripping. My sister-in-law's tripping. My lover's tripping. My, my partner's tripping. The dog's tripping. Everyone's tripping in the house. Don't worry, we got you covered. We're just going to be on SoundCloud. Just be sure to follow us on SoundCloud.com slash gaming for all your newest episodes and stuff like that. But anyways... But, and also, um, we always say this, people, we want, we want you to let, 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 let your voices be heard, you know, because we live in America, okay, and our voices need to be heard on certain things. Now, don't be a dickhead when you do it, but still, but I understand, you know, you're like, reckless spoken, I don't want y'all to roast me, please don't do it, but come on now, that, that hurts my feelings, because I've always said this, well, oh, not always, but we've always tried to make it that. There's no such thing as a stupid question unless you ask it or you respond with a really dumb answer. So, you know, don't be shocked to talk to us. But until that fateful day, you can then now for every email at scrollcogamebookies at gmail.com. That's scrollcogamebookies at gmail.com for any questions, comments, or advice that is required. Love doing business with you, any folks out there. You got a video game or a movie out there that you want us to watch or play? Let us know. Let your boys know. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter and, and Facebook at scrollcogaming. Just type in scrollcogaming. Bam, scrollcogaming is all in your home. Uh, next month we will be making our Instagram account, so please be, be on the lookout for that. And yeah, spread the good news to Scrub the Game Podcast. And you can find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash struggle game. That's soundcloud.com slash struggle game. We're all previous episodes of Struggle Game Podcast, Scrub Lounge, Struggle Center Presents, and Scrub Club Retrospective Reviews are now officially up. And as well as you can follow us on our YouTube page, Scroll Game, where we will be posting new episodes of the Scroll Game podcast, video versions of them, and we will be posting interviews with that myself and GC will be conducting this uh, next month at E3. Now, you want to get a hold of us, you want some private critique time, and you want to find your boy, Reckless Fox, Twitter, Instagram, the Reckless underscore Fox, find on our YouTube page, Reckless underscore Fox, you find all my latest game content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless underscore Fox. If I'm not holding it down, the Southtown region, Flexin! He's Howard style. You can then go over to Angel Grove, California. And my boy Token Kamado, where can they find you? You could find me at tw- uh, on, you could find me on Twitch at t- twitch.tv slash Kabuto, and you can find me on Instagram uh, at chrono underscore justice underscore cosplay. Uh, I temporarily reactivated my Facebook just you know because like I needed to pull a couple of pictures, but I'm not using it, and I'll probably deactivate it soon. But, you know, I figured I might as well mention that. You better not be stalking me on there. I swear to God, I will kill you. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, on to our show for tonight. All right, well, well, before we do that, we always have to do this. We always have to ask how our art days are. So how has your week been, Boken? It's been a couple of weeks since the last episode, so go ahead. Well, let's see how my week has been uh, lying in bed for most of it. Uh, I had to go to a movie theater twice on Tuesday uh, to see Captain Marvel one time because the because there's only two screenings throughout the entire day yeah, and you know like to watch Endgame I had pretty much to catch up and and uh, I'm the, the, for the first time like the usher was a total idiot and he made me go to the screening of Little so I watched 30 minutes of commercials just to find out I was in the wrong theater and because it's 30 minutes into uh, Captain Marvel they couldn't refund my ticket other than that I was pretty much in bed all week <laughs> well that sucks so. what did you get sick with did you have like the flu did you have a fever Pretty much the flu. What I really hate is that one of my coworkers on Monday made a really tasteless joke saying I might have the measles. Oh. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that, but wow, that is awful. That it is. is. Cool. Yeah, you don't joke about this. I mean, to be fair, I would because people don't vaccinate the damn kids and they need to ask whoop, but that's just me. That's Darwinism at work, to be fair. I feel bad for the kids, but karma. Um, you know, kind of like uh, the 10th plague. Yeah. 
but uh that aside you know it's like if you have been vaccinated but you still get our uh, but you still get sick from it because like if it's not because the vaccines are 97 percent effective which means there is a three percent of failure and if you happen to fall in that three percent you know uh you're effed white people start vaccinating your kids please please people in general start vaccinating your kids well, that's the thing though that's the thing I don't want to make this a race thing, but you see, we we will vaccinate our kids. A lot of people we vaccinate our kids because we ain't got time for that. But it's whatever's. Um, and I get paid this Tuesday, so I'm happy about that. I got I got to do some. I got to pay off a couple of things, and then I am roughly two weeks away from graduating from college. So, yeah. Congrats. It's kind of hitting me already. So. I got to deal with them. C best C said M said. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And I, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, that's all I got from this week. So, well, I mean, so let's get into the gaming news because we don't have quick news tonight. So, one piece of gaming news that I forgot to put on our notes um, the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, movie trailer dropped a couple of days ago. Uh, did you get a chance to see it, Boken? And if so, what, uh, yes. I not only watched it, but I also watched your reaction to it as well. <laughs> Hilarious, by the way. Thank you. You know, you know, cause, cause much like, much like that Resident Evil, uh, scene, you know, gotta watch three different versions of the same thing. Uh, yeah, like, honestly, I don't know what to, th- I, I will say this, uh, props, uh, for, like, the whole constructive feedback between the makers of the film and social media, because, uh, because I don't know if you've noticed, but, uh, uh, there was a huge ba- uh, fan backlash because of the way Sonic looks in the trailer, and and so the crew of uh, so like the makers of the film like wrote back. It's like we 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 heard you guys loud and clear. We're going to change the way Sonic looks to be more uh, game accurate. And so like yeah, that's awesome. Jim Carrey uh, as Eggman. I don't know. I have mixed feelings. It's like I feel like if he was bald, I, I I don't remember if I saw him being bald in the trailer, but like I feel like it he might be able to pull it off. But I'm in the gray about it because that first scene where he's like doing that whole chain of command thing, it just wasn't funny. Like in ter- for like Eggman, it would have been funny for like his character from uh. Uh, I, me, and Irene, but not as Eggman, though. I, I would like him, however, to do, like, a bit of Eggman voice, kind of like how he did the voice of, uh, what's his name, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge in Disney's Christmas Carol. Um, as for freaking Cyclops from, X-Men. uh... <laughs> I knew, I knew someone was gonna bring that up, too. I, um, let's see... Uh, does the movie Hop ring a bell? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Smurfs. Uh, honestly, like, like, like when I first saw the trailer uh, for this movie, I was like, "Oh my god, this actually looks worse than Woody the Woodpecker." And and the thing about Woody the Woodpecker is the only country it came out in theaters was in Brazil. don't it's terrible but yeah like sonic uh, like the quality of humor and cg it reminds me of woody the woodpecker but slightly worse because at least in woody the woodpecker woody actually looks like woody the woodpecker and not some creepy cgi furry <laughs> i'm gonna stop it right there because i actually want to throw my two cents in so yeah. Like, I, look, I'm not gonna. I, I don't. I don't, I don't want to repeat what I said in my uh, reaction video, but I'm gonna. Because and if you haven't yet, be sure to check it out. But you, I appreciate the fact that the um, the director of the movie is already saying that they're gonna change up the way Sonic looks and stuff. Because let's just keep it 100. Um, there are people. There were people. Uh, Kotaku and Polygon actually covered this, where there were people online that were actually taking this like a still shot of Sonic. And completely remodel it to make him look as close to the video game version as possible, like the 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 ninety the early the late nineties ones, the Dreamcast era Sonic. They were trying to make him look yeah. exactly like that, and it, it, they did a pretty decent job on it. 
and i'm gonna say it like this even though they're about to make changes and stuff and potentially uh potentially have this movie delayed if that's the case uh because the last time this happened with paramount was monster trucks monster trucks came out in what 2015 and then that 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 it was supposed to come out in 2015 but then it came out in early 2017 and that movie bombed so hard and wasted so much money and a good amount of people at paramount got fired because of that and the i think the acting president or vice president or whomever stepped down as well oof yeah monster trucks was a disaster this could potentially be that i don't want this movie to be a disaster i really don't i want this movie to try and surprise me but that's that that's not happening <laughs> but um i will say this even though they are going to expect the worst hope for the best even though they're gonna make changes to it it's still not gonna be a good movie that you can polish a turd all you want it's still but it's a still a turd today yes uh, Jim Carrey, God bless that man. Um, I think this could be his Raw Julia performance from Street Fighter. I I think Jim Carrey is the only good thing about this movie. There, other than that, there's nothing good about this movie whatsoever. You, you can say what you want. Oh, they're gonna change what song looks like again. A turd is still a turd at the end of the day. I, I, I will say this, though. If somehow this movie ends up being really good, like, completely blow us out of the water. Because there have been movies where we thought would suck and end up being really good, like Lego Movie, for example. Yeah. If, if somehow this movie does succeed, which, which mind you, I, I'm, I'm not expecting it to, but I, but I wouldn't be surprised if it somehow did, because I'm never zero or hundred about anything. Um, if they make a sequel and that sequel somehow ends up being even better than this movie, I'll, I'm just going to say this much. Uh, I want, if they have Shadow the Hedgehog, I want, I want him to be played by Keanu Reeves. Just saying. I, 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 I second that. We, we should totally do that. But, uh, yeah, so I saw that and I'm not going to explain more. If you've seen, the, if you've seen my reaction, cool. If you haven't yet, go on my YouTube page. It's up right now. And yeah, uh, the movie comes out in November. Uh, I'm definitely going to see that. Uh, I just need, I'm just going to need some more of that Johnny Walker from Boken Kabuto. So I need that stat. Johnny White Walker. Just Johnny White Walker. I need, I'm going to need that stat. But uh, yeah, so let's keep, well, let's keep going. So um, uh, another piece of gaming news that happened. Our main story uh, for right now is Epic, the battle between Epic Games and Steam. Now, for, everyone knows, every, if you are living under a rock, Epic Game, the Epic Game Store, um, Epic Games just uh, required some of um, the big de uh, game developers like Deep Silver, um, um, 2K, because they're about to uh, release Borderlands 3 as a time exclusive on the Epic Game Store, and of course the entire Steam community is pissed uh, and everything like that. This is coming from Kotaku actually. Tinsui had tweeted that his company would end its controversial ex exclusivity agreements if Steam raised its revenue cut for developers. It's strong statement even if there are reasons to be skeptical of Tinsui's position. If Steam com and this is coming from Sweeney, if Steam committed to uh, a permanent 88% revenue share for all developers and punishers without major strings attached, Epic, uh, Epic Games would um, hastily organize a retreat from exclusive uh, while honoring our partner commitment and consider putting our own games on Steam. So pretty much it's this. They, they want um, Sweeney, this is coming from the, from the actual voice of Sweeney. Sweeney had straight up said, stop uh, and stop jipping uh, developers and publishers, given their 88% and may and we will stop so honestly this is where the gauntlet's been thrown now granted i know steam ain't gonna do a damn thing about this because steam has enough money to flex on them because if you know how steam works and operates they ain't gonna budge but uh, honestly this ah uh, man I don't want to. I'm not trying to come at this as like an Epic Games fanboy, and I'm not trying to come at this as a, a Steam supporter. I'm trying to come at this uh, in a sense where I understand why Sweeney's doing it, and I understand why people are upset about it. But mm -hmm. if I if I can be the one person in the middle, I would say this: 
Steam has become such a one, like one of the most relevant um, game stores and publishers and developers in this in this gaming market. But the problem is, people see it as the end all be all when it comes to gaming platforms and stuff like that. Now, granted, I, and I understand that people have an issue with having so many game launchers like the Epic Games Launcher, um, Origin, right. UPlay, Blizzard, the Blizzard with Battle.net and stuff like that. I understand that, and I think what Epic Games is trying to do is I I understand why Epic Games is doing what it's doing. And I know I've said that way too way too many times at this moment. Um, but if this is their way of counteracting Steam being the end-all be-all, being like that only monopoly, being a monopolizing PC gaming and stuff, then more power to Epic Games and hopefully Steam does uh, actually take the time and see what they could try to do. Because the ball's in their court now. Epic Games is thrown down the gauntlet and Steam needs to respond to that. Boken, I don't know if you even care about this, but what's your thoughts on this? Uh, well, it's not so much that I don't care as much as, like, I'm not knowledgeable enough about this material. Um, let's see. Yeah, I... <laughs> right, so, um, so basically, you know, it's, it's basically a contract negotiation where, you know, you basically have supply, you have a demand, and you need to balance that out with how much money I get versus how many goods I give. And, you know, and this is between two third parties. Well, well, well you know, like with, you know, if, if by default, you know, us, the consumer are the, you know, are the second party, then, you know, we have, we're dealing with two third parties fighting with each other. And us, the second party, the consumers, are pretty much being held hostage at this point. You know, like, all we can do is wait and see how negotiations pull through. You know, maybe one person would, like, raise, uh, would raise one side of the negotiation or lower the other side, you know. You know, foot in the door versus door in the face and whatnot. I'm sorry if I'm sounding vague about it. <laughs> um... I know, it's like, you know, like, ultimately, you know, it's a negotiation, you know, you've got, you know, one person, uh, you know, you got an asking price, you got uh, a lower price, and then you have to find a price somewhere in the middle that you can both agree to if, uh, you know, if the two parties consider a transaction to be a good enough idea. And until then, you know, we're all just suffering as consumers, you know, trying to, you know, having to deal with this, you know, waiting for, for an answer for yes or no. And, you know, some people will be really disappointed with a no. Um, uh, I will say this. I agree with you and your frustration that you have to have all these different clients just to play all these different games. And it'd be nice to have like a universal client to play all the games on. Um, but honestly, I don't really know how to fix this issue, um, yeah, uh, especially, like, uh, doing a cross-client thing, uh, and, you know, the thing is, like, people may, uh, uh when you, one client makes, uh, a lot of money by doing, uh, games exclusive for that client, you know, it would to cut out a lot, uh, cut out a lot of the revenue, uh, by making a cross-platform. It's like, it's like Netflix versus Hulu. Uh, I, I've said this before, actually. Uh, you know, like, um, like you got these Netflix-exclusive movies and TV shows, uh, and they're probably making a lot of money because, like, only people on Netflix are watching them. And, you know, if people were watching it on Hulu, n uh, Netflix won't be making as much money. I mean... Would that t would the cast and crew of that TV show make more money if people could watch it on Hulu? Probably, but Netflix won't be making as much money, and that's and that, and that's what Netflix would not like. And I think that's a similar situation here, if I'm reading this correctly. So ultimately, the question is, uh, should uh, who uh, who should have a uh, who should have a priority over? over a profit you know should it be the uh the game developer who would uh, profit more from cross-client uh, uh distribution or should it be the uh, client themselves for having exclusive distribution rights well like i said we'll find out and help hopefully we can get some uh 
maybe we can get some um answers before e3 since e3 is next month so there you have it um now let's go into mortal kombat because mortal kombat has been the talk of the town all this week and last week we we're going to talk about while it was still fresh but again certain circumstances we couldn't do our podcast last week so let's get into it so mortal kombat 11 let's let's talk about one piece of good news oh, let's talk about the good news about it first so the good news frost is back in mortal kombat uh, 11 she is a cyborg apparently and in this reality because again you know there's a lot of time travel involved and there's a lot of like multi-dimensional uh theories and stuff like that i won't go into all that but it's whatever um she is now a cyborg and it's actually pretty dope to some extent she reminds me of the uh one of the fighters from tekken 7 the pink haired chick who has freaking saws in her arms and stuff like that she could throw her head as a, as a weapon and stuff like that that chick i can't remember her name if, if gc was here he'd probably um know who she is um but gc if you're listening to this i'm the best tekken fighter i'm the best tekken player ever, ever. there you go um <laughs> that didn't get his attention um but yeah so that's just that's the first race now let's get into what's been going on since world Cup 11 has come out there's been a lot of controversy involving its loot box system yes there's a loot box system in Mortal Kombat 11 now the one uh, yeah yeah does it you don't have to pay for the loot boxes and stuff um that there are certain there's there are three different types of currency there's souls there's hearts and there's something else I don't know of but the pro the one that the United States dollars no, it's no. You're, you're not buying loot boxes. They already said you're not buying them whatsoever. Um, but there's so much that goes into it that, like, there's um, one of them being that uh, another of uh, the the uh, challenge towers are super super grindy. Where um, even though you're you're doing the challenges um, to collect more soul points or hearts or something like that, uh, it's gonna take you an arm and a leg to get past all of it. Um, there have been people who've already speculated, who've already like summed up how much all the uh, loot boxes and, uh, and like um, tombstones from the uh, from the the crypt where it costs you, and it would cost roughly six thousand four hundred forty-four dollars. Which um, the creator of Mortal Kombat and Boom did go on Twitter and mouth off to everyone saying that uh, where do the uh, and I'm reading this. Verbatim, LOL, oh my god, the 6,444 uh, story is complete. Yes, where do these people get their information? The vast, vast majority of more common one skins are not for sale. That's not how NetherRealm makes games. You, you have to earn them in the game. Hashtag fact check before you start recording. Um, review tech, not review tech. Um, Dreamcast guy did talk about it in his video in a sense where he reviewed the game and talked about the um the way the loop um the crypt system works um saying that that was probably the biggest problem with this game and stuff and boom even um messaged him personally saying i enjoyed your um review and stuff like that but like i do want to explain that this does not work like that maximilian dude has talked about it because um the creators of Mortal Kombat 11 um, well, the, um, the development team of Mortal Kombat 11 actually did a combat cast talking about how they were gonna, they were starting to fix up the um, the way the challenge towers are, where it's not gonna be super grindy and stuff like that, where it, and it, the uh, AI was gonna be a lot easier and stuff like that. There's so much that goes into this, and I don't know how to cover all this because me personally, I only played Mortal Kombat 11 once this weekend. Now that my cousin's place, I didn't get the chance to go into the towers. I didn't get the chance to do the crypt. I didn't even get the chance to do the story. We just played each other one on one, and that was about it. Well, that being said, Boken, I don't know if you know anything about this, but what are your thoughts about this whole fiasco more coming out of it? Um, well, let's see. Just in general, from playing Overwatch for for like over a year now. Actually, no, it's almost two years now. Uh kind of tired of loot boxes and especially with past fiascos loot boxes from you know ea etc i will say this if mortal if it's true that mortal Kombat uh has uh uses loot boxes that are exclusive in-game currency that you can't microtransact with real money 
that's great because like freaking if you're if you recall with um uh if you recall with uh, star wars battlefront 2 in order to get uh episode 3 obi-wan kenobi you had to grind like 127 hours or something i don't remember the exact number but that is like way too much grinding and if you wanted to uh, pay buy enough loot box to actually get it it would cost you like several hundred dollars as well um yeah so you know I, you know honestly like i don't know like what are the contents of the loot boxes in terms of like uh, in terms of like the rarity of the items like what are the different types of items uh like you you probably have mortal kombat 11 by now but i certainly don't have it yet um right yeah so um so on so you know if boone is, is right about um you know if boone is right about it being in-game exclusively you know that'd be great but again you know like he, he's right in terms of you know checking your sources before you report but at the same time uh but at the same time I, I i've been in situations where i did talk to direct sources and uh, the direct sources have been caught lying about things i'm not talking about like mortal kombat specifically i'm talking about like other uh topics in the past so you know i will so i i will agree with him this much uh cite your sources so that it uh, so that you know if it's uh, proven true you've got this source uh to to thank for but if you've proven wrong well at least this is the source that i uh that, that i got um that was wrong you know so like so you know you have to check that source out you know and, and, you know basically follow the money um and that is especially true when it comes to information and stuff um you, you know so you know like it is what it is i suppose um you know time will tell you know with what information is true and what's false you know just in ge just in general i'm just i'm just tired of loot boxes period i would say this um my whole thing is this uh, and I think Dreamcast guy summed it up the best when he uh, talked about this on his video last week. Is that I, again? I don't know because again, I have not played Mortal Kombat all eleven all the way. I know for a fact from firsthand experience about with the Injustice Two fiasco with the loot boxes and skins. But getting skins was hard in that game. It was super grindy, but you also had to, you, you can also pay with them through microtransactions. And I know that's uh, some of the stuff ain't just a lot of people did not like about Justice 2. Um, with this game, I, I I know Dreamcast guy said it best. I think we're we're not really mad with NetherRealm Studios. I think we're more mad about Warner Brothers games. I think it's Warner Brothers. When we think about it, it's Warner Brothers. Cause Warner Brothers, this is not the first time they've done something like this. In War Comet X, I can tell you from experience. More Kombat X did this crap, um, and then Justice 2, and then of course, how can we not forget what happened with um, Shadows of War, the Shadows of Mordor sequel, where the game the game was built to the brim of microtransactions, and it was like, what, a first player, it was a uh, single player game and stuff like that, like, Irish people were upset about the whole Shadows of War situation. This one, I don't... I don't know. Like, part of me wants to say people are being mad for no reason when it comes to grinding because they get the fighting game. But if it's as hard as people say it is, where it's like it's taking you hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, <laughs> then that's where I I can I can understand people's frustrations with that. I don't want to spend what about a day and a half trying to get all these soul points or souls or hearts. To get one skin like that that I, that part i understand where people are and at the end of the day it's not even the skin you wanted yeah it's true but like i said i this is coming from someone where i, I, I want to say this and we're gonna move on this is coming from someone myself that because of the fact that i don't know much about what's going on more coming out 11 i don't really have an opinion however because of the fact that I'm a consumer and I've dealt with crap like this that people are talking about. 
I can understand people's frustrations about Mortal Kombat 11, and honestly, people have the right to be frustrated, unless, like, from the mouth itself, where Ed Boon does say that there are certain things that he was wrong about or something like that happens, then that's fine. But honestly, again, I can't say until I get my hands on the game so I can understand where people's frustrations are. I can watch as many YouTube videos as I want about people's issues with the microtransaction, or quote unquote, or the whole loot box thing, or the whole um, like grinding cha uh, challenge towers and stuff like that. I can talk about that all day because of the fact that I watch the YouTube videos, but me personally, because of the fact that I have not played this game, I have no opinion about this until it actually happens to me. So, hopefully that's that's the best way to do it, you know. Yeah, so like, don't make judges until like don't make judgments until you experience it yourself. Like, heck, even like this is just like me with uh, you know Captain Marvel. It's like. It's like I was not enthusiastic. Like at first, I was kind of enthusiastic to see the movie. Then I was not enthusiastic to see the movie. But I would net. But at no point would I've ever said the movie's good or bad until this week when I finally saw the movie. Like, like if you recall, like if you go through well, every single podcast we've done so far, every single, every sing, uh, every single. You know, text message I sent you, DM on Instagram, any kind of verb, uh, any kind of uh, archive of me saying uh, verbally or in writing. At no point, I th I threw a lot of shade at Brie Larson, but at no point did I ever say that Captain Marvel was a good or terrible film until this Tuesday. You said it was a decent movie, right? I gave it seven out of ten. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. But I want to hear more about that when we do the uh, retrospective. Yeah, yeah. But the point, yeah. But the point I was making is that I agree with you that that like you can't that no one could properly say anything is good or bad unless you will finally experience it yourself. So you know, you know, you're 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 in the right mindset, uh, Fox. Well, there you have it. So that. That's yeah. one. Alright, and now let's get into some more. We got some E3 news, actually. So, for those that don't know, um, Sony is not going to be go coming to E3 this year. The, the press conference-wise. There will probably be, there will potentially be a Sony booth and stuff like that. Uh, but the pe the company that's going to be taking over Sony's time slot, which is, I think, around, like, what, 6 o'clock uh, uh, Pacific time and stuff, is Square. Um... And my prediction right now, I wish GC was in here. Hopefully, if that's the case, we will finally get some new updates on Final Fantasy VII. Because for those I don't know, Final hopefully. Oh, oh my God, the the, the, the man has to say, can say something. Okay, so GC, <coughs> um, Square is taking over um, Sony's time slot this year at the press conferences. What, what what games do you think they might talk about? Go ahead. We're we're, we're doing spec us uh, predictions. Go ahead. Um, I would say probably uh, update on Last of Us Two, but pretty much Last of, Last of Us Two is pretty much exclusive with Sony, so that's probably much going to be in Sony's department. But um, Final Fantasy Seven Remake, I'll say pretty much they'll uh pretty much give us updates and news upon on development and production i wouldn't expect any like you know any more like um trailers or screenshots or um character like character revealment and you know in that aspect like they did you know the last couple previous years um because you know of the news pretty much as in like you know the whole you know just back to back of the um, team being, you know, I would say like being replaced or fired or whatever, they gotta start from scratch because, you know, they pretty much want the game to be perfect. So, um, we'll probably hear some news upon it just as in, just to keep the fans, you know, let, uh, keep the fans updated just as in we're production right now, basically just um, developing the game as we speak. But as of showcasing you know like proof of their work like where, where are they at so far as in progress um i really doubt that honestly I'm, I'm gonna say this right now uh my prediction is they're finally gonna say that they're canceling final fantasy that's <laughs> right <laughs> you watch your mouth uh do you know what i'm predicting that definitely uh but it probably won't happen what if they finally make a remake or a sequel 
to the PlayStation 2 game, The Bouncers. This nigga, <laughs> Poke, get the hell I would me. love that to happen, but that will not happen. I know, right? Oh my god. <laughs> but I, like, like I've only played Bouncers once, and it was so fun. Like, there, there were issues. There were issues with it. I, I, I'll be the first to say it. But I would love it if they re-released that for either PS4 or the Switch. Ideally, the Switch because I don't have a PS4. But but yeah, it would totally make sense that they did for the PS4. If they if they did a remake of it where they fix the errors and make a multiplayer version, um, uh, uh, make multiplayer for it, so you could play, so you and two other friends could play as all three bouncers simultaneously instead of dealing with the crappy, you know, like AI uh, a support system. Or, or if they even made a sequel for that, or do or take the Bayonetta route and uh, do a sequel with uh, with a restructured original version included. I wouldn't. I mean, I would like to say I wouldn't knock anything. I would love for them to take another shot at uh, re, uh, at remaking the Bouncer because I mean it, re, it's, it still is a fun game to me. You know, growing up as yeah. a kid. But yeah. I'm not really expecting it just as in like, you know, putting my hopes in, like, you know, all they're going to or whatever. But yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, keep, I mean, keep hope alive. So it's like, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, they're doing that. It's like, you know, oh, here's a remake of the bounce. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said, it, you know, it's like, uh, like I said, it's not something that I expect Square to, uh, to announce. But if they announce it, I would be so happy if they did. Uh, Oh, but you know what else? I would like someone to finally announce at E3. Actually, better. Actually, let me let me answer that with, with a question for Fox. Fox, what do you think will be the question I'm about to ask? When, when's the Avengers game coming out? No, but that that's a good question. But no, what is the que- what is the question I've been asking on this podcast? Like almost every time when we talk about release dates, I don't know. I don't remember when. When the hell is Bayonetta three finally gonna come out? But Am Bayonetta I right, fellas? But Bayonetta three is with Platinum and Sega. They're not with Square. Yeah, I know they're not with Square, but like they're still E three probably. I mean, is Platinum even gonna be at E three? They'll probably be, they'll probably do they'll probably announce some um, news about it on during the uh, Nintendo's um. Yeah. Um, you know, um, um, Treehouse event or where the hell that's supposed to be called again? I don't remember. Nintendo Direct. The Nintendo Direct Treehouse, whatever. Treehouse, yeah. Uh, Treehouse Extravaganza. That you'll probably get your answer there. No, my my thing is, I'm. Oh look, F Final Fantasy VII. I'm so sick of that game at this point. It's either coming out or it's not. Here's the real question. Here's the game that I'm waiting for. When's that Avengers game coming out? Because then Square and Idos. And the um, I can't remember. Square and Idos had announced that they were going to be working together to make a new Avengers game, and they announced this roughly two years ago, about a year or two ago, and we've not heard a day. Two years ago, they announced this two years ago back in January. Where the hell is this game at? There's not been no updates at all. Like a not not like a smidgen update. Like at least when. We ha- when we got the update about Metroid Prime 4 about them delaying it, we-, we have not heard nothing about this Avengers game. And this was my number one game that I was hoping would get I would get answers for for from last year's E3. And of course Square screwed that up worse than um the son um worse than the look that Sonic has in the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but that's a different story from the time. But yeah, it j- like I want to know. Like I'm so sick of Final Fantasy. Is it coming out? Is it coming out, dude? If it comes out, it comes out. If it doesn't, it, then we don't. We didn't need a Final Fantasy VII remake to begin with. I am looking for this Avengers game. Is it going to be an action RPG? Is it going to be a turn based? Is it going to be? Is it going to uh, go be in the same realm when it comes to the gameplay as Final Fantasy XV and Kingdom Hearts Three? The good parts of Kingdom Hearts Three. Is it going to play more like? Uh, the Tomb Raider games, like what's up? I need to understand what the hell's going on with this game. And Square, and time and time again, has not said a damn thing about this whatsoever. And of course, last year's, uh, last year's their press conference, which is a, a giant turd of a of a press conference. I need answers, and hopefully, this year 
at the press conference because they're taking up Sony's press conference, the time that Sony would have for their press conference. I need to know what they're going to be talking about. I need to know if it's going to be about a Marvel game. Is it going to be about the damn Final Fantasy game? I need answers. So please swear, get me the answers. Oh, honestly, and honestly, in my opinion, I'm curious about how EP is going to turn out since EA and Sony has backed up. Well, they're, for keep in mind, press conference-wise, they're not going to be there. But I'm pretty sure they're going to have to play. Even showcase as well. They're gonna have plenty of booths and stuff like that. They'll probably they'll, they'll probably be a Sony booth. They'll probably be an EA booth. Their um, EA Play booth that they have every year that that's always filled to the brim with people with niggas who love them some NBA Live or niggas who love Madden and, or if they're trying out the, the new Battlefield '88, whatever the hell and stuff like that. Gonna, it's gonna be there. We know that for sure. That E3, that EA booth's still gonna be there. Sony, I don't know. Maybe they'll have they'll have a booth, but they won't. It won't be as big as it usually is. But who knows? Anyways, but look, when we get when we get closer to E3, we will start doing our predictions because I got some predictions. Uh, there's our rumor mail about apparently there's gonna be a Grand Theft Auto Six. I don't want Grand Theft Auto Six. I'm wait. Where is Bully Two and where's LA Noir Two? Those are the two games I need. Rockstar. I thought they already released Bully Two. No, they haven't. They, that was just Bully Scholarship Edition. That's just a rehashed, oh. a rehashed version of the first Bully, but they added in some new stuff. But oh, LA dang. Noir 2, because I think LA, LA Noir was ahead of its time. It was an amazing game. I need LA Noir 2. Yep, speaking, uh, speaking of Square and remakes and, to some extent, uh, Platinum, you know what I would have... You know uh, if Square and Platinum uh, did a collaboration... You, you know what game I would really like to see? Uh, I would like to have a, a PS4 slash Nintendo Switch re-release of the original Drakengard. Because, like, it's been years since I've played the original Drakengard. And people are like, oh, a Nier Automata, Nier Automata, Nier Automata. But I'm like, but, like, but what's weird is that, like, I've talked to a lot of Nier Automata fans. And, like, almost, like, none of the ones I know personally have ever even heard of Drakengard or its American name, uh, Dragoon, or what's called, I forgot the American name. I always refer to it as Drakengard because, uh, because that just, the names just sounded cooler. Dragon Dragoon, like, seriously, Drakengard sounds like a better name. But yeah, like, the game was, like, so much fun when I played it, like, years ago, and, oh my god, I just want, I would love to, um, I would love they did a re-release for that game for uh for uh ps4 and the switch yeah uh you know because like because like the current owners are because you know platinum uh, owns uh near automata and the original license to uh i'm sorry the original publisher for dragon guard was square enix so i think it would gr- it'd be great to have like a collaboration where like because I think they could do a really good job if they work together to do a remake that like really fit the current generation of platforms. Yeah, and and I just it just feels nostalgic, and I want to replay that. And who knows, maybe if it's successful enough, they might re-release the second and third games while they're at. Uh, who knows? Um, this is not a, a big piece of news, but uh, SD Project, the creators of um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I had uh, rejected the uh, Epic Game Store exclusivity. They're not going to be on X- the Epic Game Store, which that's a good thing, I guess. I mean, they don't want to be part of the whole shenanigans between Steam and Epic Games, so that's fine. I- I'm okay with that. And, uh, yeah, and uh, last but not least, okay, so I think I actually do want to talk about this. Uh, GC, I need to know if you would like to talk about this. Um, <coughs> do you know anything about the whole Etika situation? Um, I know bits and pieces, just as in, I mean, well, first and foremost, I've known, well, I've been watching Etika's content for pretty much a couple of years, and just off his character, you know, just, you know, he's known to do some wild stuff, and just like, you know, over the top, you know, just to, you know, he's entertaining, but just over the top, just, you know, for attention, and there's also moments where he basically either said something or done stuff or post something that's basically like concerning 
where but the whole incident where i guess he said like some stuff or whatever where i guess a lot of people you know pretty much is concerned uh, a lot of people you know pretty much been watching his content and his streams uh where i guess the whole i don't know if it's just like you know i don't know who they i don't know who they are just as in law enforcement basically just you know try to um break into his house to basically to like to get him to like you know pretty much you know sed sedate him in a way to like you know get him to calm down because like you know it's pretty much at a, as a risk of like i don't know as a suicide uh prevention or whatever but i don't know um i mean i've seen the video on this I mean, just it, it looks traumatizing, you know, to uh, to I every mean, per se and everything. Just as and like you know how they basically enter in and basically like you know, um, got him to uh, you know, got him to calm down. Um, but um, overall, whatever. Just I don't, I don't know if it's a rumor, you know, but she's saying like you know it was a uh, it was uh, the whole the whole thing the whole stunt was pretty much a joke just for attention. Or if it was like pretty much serious, I mean, it was a joke just for attention. Then you know why would you do that? Do I mean do something that's so serious? Where a lot of people that you know that sincerely like you know love and care for your well-being, you know, just concerned them, you know, because you know we worry about you. We don't want you to do anything stupid or harm yourself. If you do, and as it, like I said, when it comes to doing it as a stunt and everything, what's the point? Because you know your your channel you know at the time um before you know youtube pretty much shut it down or whatever was pretty much you know growing like you know big to you know pretty much almost to like what in a million and he has pretty much like a cult following of you know often like you know like young teenagers or you know adolescents or whatever who basically just watches uh his live streams and stuff like that but just he's at a he's at a level you don't have to really do those antics to a person basically just getting on for the first time and they gotta do what they gotta do just to uh get noticed and get their numbers up and get their sub count up and stuff like that but i don't know it's just weird i would say this because i actually <clears throat> i thankfully my boy just jay sama shout out to just jay sama he talked about this um about a week and a half ago when the whole thing happened um so apparently at a I don't know too much about etiquette. I never, I'm, I was never, I never really watched a lot of this content, but I did know. I mean, I have like here and there, and I also met him at um the anime expo. Yeah, I know you did. I know um Just Jay Sama has talked about him and stuff like that. This is coming from someone who doesn't really know too much about him as a person. Like I know for a fact that he had a really fast growing YouTube channel, like you said, uh, and then I think because he. Maybe because of the whole thing of like being like a YouTube star or something like that got to him, which you know, being some us being YouTubers and stuff like that, myself and GC, we under, um we can say that we kind of understand. We, we don't fully understand because we're not like big time YouTubers, but um we can understand some of the um the stress that goes into content creating and stuff. And I know about him putting porn on his YouTube channel, putting porn on his Twitch channel, saying some. Uh, homophobic and, and like just some just just some bad slurs and stuff like that and then i, I then his ex-girlfriend recording him because he's talking about wanting to do self-harm to him then his fans had uh, reached out to him um the police reached out and stuff like that and then this past week he went live on ig and was arrested because i uh, i think he because of the potentially self-harm again or something like that and a SWAT team was called in. They put him. They took him to custody and everything like that. I will say this, and I really, I do hope that I'm not butchering the majority of the story. I really hope not. From what I've been, from what I've been told from my home, Josh Sama, is that Etika has not has yet to seek pro, like professional help and stuff like that. And if that's the case. I really hope he does seek professional help because, like. If if he does actually have a mental illness or he's mental or he has like a mental disability, there are plenty of people out there that that are professionals in this field that can help him with that. 
and I just don't want anyone to think that this that he should just use this as a crutch. No one should ever use a type of illness or disability as a crutch to do something that's silly Preach. or dumb or anything like that. So, go ahead, Boken. Oh no, like, no, the whole point about using disabilities as a crutch, uh, being, being bad, like, yeah, totally preach, because, um, uh, because, like, uh, you know, you and I have a certain, you know, mental and learning disability, right. you know, and, you know, it comes with certain, you know, social issues, and, uh, despite, you know, some kind of prowess it might have with certain, uh, specific academic subjects, but, you know, there's, like, other people who, uh, who have that same disability, and they're, like, uh, and they act like total assholes, and then they use that, uh, and they, uh, use that disability as an excuse to get away with it, and people just let them, and, you know, it kind of sickens me because, you know, people like you and I, like, we actually work hard to overcome, you know, our obstacles and try to become better people out of it while other people like just like just like let it take over and just get away with messed up shit now again i don't i don't know like the exactitude of what's going on with this guy you know i hope he's getting you know the help he needs and that's just it like everyone needs to get whatever help you need to get and you know uh you know it's about self-growth and becoming better as a person um uh, you know, it, it, it's really hard for me to talk because of my sore throat, and I'm salivating a lot. Yeah, it's like I said, like, you know, I don't know if it was a publicity stunt, and he used it as a troll just for attention to basically bring traction, you know, you know, to him, or it's something serious that he basically definitely, like, you know, needs help. Well, I know for a fact that um, Review Tech USA did do a story about this. Did you, did you watch that one, um, GC? Yeah, I've seen it. Like I said, if I really hope that he does get the help he needs, if that's the case, um, I will say you know he has a, he has the um, he has the pe- people that love him and he ha- and he has the fan base that want that care for him and want to support him. All I will say, you know, man, like Etika man, he ain't gonna listen to this, but. Etika, man-to-man, dude, I really hope you get your stuff situated. I hope you handle what you need to handle because no one wants to, no, no, You seem like... I, I don't know this, but from what GC told me and from what my homie JustJ told me, you seem like a really prominent YouTuber, like a black YouTuber and stuff like that. We need more... Um, we need more black YouTubers uh, who, who do gaming and stuff like that. But we don't... But just just don't do anything stop doing things recklessly don't do a lot of reckless things okay no pun intended but um and do do get get the help you need handle it and then come back okay like yeah i mean i mean it just also goes to show and everything like you know at the end of the day everybody's human they might push forth a certain persona in front of the camera and they may appear that they're happy and they're smiling and they also like you know might flex or whatever to say like you know the amount of material things that they have and that this material things bring me happiness or this amount of fan base bring me happiness or this fame or so forth so forth it clearly lets you know like you know um like i said i don't know if it's a publicity stunt or if it's serious if it's a publicity stunt it just shows you know the manifestation and also the perception that you know of how pretty much of how lost the generation is and if it's something serious and everything you know it just truly shows like our imperfection you know as you know human beings and that you know deep down inside behind closed doors and behind when the camera goes off or whatever you know people are still hurting and suffering inside and you know they trying to uh basically and they feel empty and trying to fill it with all these, you know, tangible things and all these, you know, temporal things that, you know, inevitably cannot be filled. Like I said, Etika, like man to man, dude. Like I really hope you handle, you need to ha- handle what you need to. And this goes to everyone with, you know, like anxiety issues, depression, and any other um, illness, like like um, just like clinically just, um, prescribed or clinically diagnosed illness or disorder or anything like that people make sure like if you have the if you have the right people and you know them and stuff like that if you have the right people that are with you don't be afraid to seek help okay seek help as soon as possible 
because if you don't, it like your situation could get potentially worse. And I really do hope to God that Etika does get the professional help he needs, so that way he can come back a better person. Because we're not trying, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to demean his character or anything like that. I don't know him personally. I've never met the man. Never have an of an in situation or any event or uh, convention that I've gone to. But I really do hope he does get the professional help he needs. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I got for my show notes. Unless uh, GC, is there anything that you want to talk about? Um, we, we can get your we can get your take on Mortal Kombat 11. What's your take on it? Um, pretty much nothing new that any other company um that's basically focused on profit and when you know pretty much when it comes to capitalism they're gonna do whatever they can to um pretty much the dollar signs pretty much is on their mind they're gonna do whatever they can pretty much to get it and how they get it you know um by any means necessary if it's basically to swindle um consumers uh and through deceptive business practices um then you know so be it or whatever you know basically by you know just general um normal people who pretty much don't know any aspects of the business or how um certain uh, marketing or or um tactic pretty much work then it'll go over their head and especially you know de- you know with young kids um or, or youth when it comes to like you know video gaming and when it comes to you know microtransactions and loot boxes and stuff like that um it's pretty much you know not a big deal but when it comes to like you know seasoned you know gamers who pretty much knows the ins and outs you know of the business and pretty much you know you got the you know favorite youtubers to basically know that on top of it too as well um you know we pretty much keep an open eye on certain stuff like that where we know that certain companies trying to take advantage of us like you know and try to you know bs us when it comes to you know their product or whatever and like i said i got commend you know um the drink guy pretty much calling that stuff out um you know even though he said like you know a lot of people might be mad or whatever but it's like you know i don't care it's at the end of the day and everything it's all about you know being true and you know looking out you know for the people so so um it's you know if it's not like you know through you know ed i mean ed boom and um it's pretty much you know any other company or anything i mean look at pretty much um you know activision look at overwatch i mean it is what it is i, I will say this now i'll i'm wrap it up from here I, if there's one thing i would say about overwatch say what say what you want about overwatch um and the whole loot box fiasco with overwatch there really is no loot box fiasco and the fact that you can earn, the fact that they give you, like, they, they're pretty lenient with giving you loot boxes and stuff where you don't even have to pay for it unless you're trying to get that, that one type of skin before an event leaves, then that's fine. But, like, they're, they're really lenient when it comes to loot boxes. Again, I can't speak for more Kamen 11 because I have not actually got my hands on it and, like, gotten, like, an in-depth look at it. So, I'm gonna, I'm, for me personally, I'm gonna wait until I get it next week. And I'll 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 make a final judgment call about it after I get everything secured. So that's pretty much it. Other than that, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you guys very much. This is episode seventy-one of the Scrubby Game Podcast. Um, Bogan Cavano, since you were here first, I'm gonna let you have, take the floor. What's your closing statement? Go ahead. Uh, my closing statement. Um. Uh, mental health is no laughing issue, and you know. Uh, you should uh, seek help with that and it's not always immediately noticeable uh you know just know that people love you i love you and i care about you you know just stay safe all right um gc uh what's your code for episode 71 go love you all all right then and my closing statement is like I said, people, Sonic the Hedgehog, I don't give a damn if they fix what that nigga looks like. You can't... Uh, the movie's gonna suck. You you can polish a turd all you want. It's still a turd at the end of the day. And you can spray Febreze on the turd. It's still gonna smell like turd. Pretty much. Uh, but I will say this. I will be waiting for my bottle of Johnny Whitewalker when I go see that movie with Jen and the rest of my home and the rest of the homies. Um, when that movie comes out in November. So, uh, Boken, make sure you buy me a bottle of Johnny Whitewalker. I have that bottle of Johnny Whitewalker. 
That's the, the photo I sent you is from my kitchen. I know, I can see. It's, uh, also, another, uh, another uh, quick thing. Uh, yeah, uh, we're all. If you've been following me on Twitch, uh, we're all, we're damn near almost done with Metal Gear Thursday. Uh, we're about to play Metal Gear Two Solid Snake. It's next, and then Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal Gear Solid Four, and then Metal Gear Rising. So very happy. And then we will be switching up to I think I believe I don't know what else was next. I believe it was Resident Evil that was next, or Devil May Cry the series. I don't remember. Uh, I gotta look on my. Oh my god, I love Devil May Cry. So, we will get to that, but I'm super excited to play Metal Gear again, Metal Gear Solid again, because, man, it's good. Anyway, with that being said, guys, thank you guys very much. Episode number one, Struggle Game Podcast, is now officially in the books. And y'all know what to do. Email us at strugglegamebookies at gmail.com. That's strugglegamebookies.com. For any questions, comments, concerns, advice, and inquiries, welcome to the indie folks out there. If you have a video game or a movie you want us to review, let us know. We'll review it for you. Thank you. Very, very kind. You can also find us on our Facebook and Twitter at Struggle Game. Bam! Struggle Game is all in your home. Find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash game. That's soundcloud.com slash game. Where all previous our episodes of the Struggle Game podcast, Struggle Center presented, Struggle Lounge, and Struggle Retrospective Reviews are officially up and up to date. You can also find us on our YouTube page, Struggle Game. Now you want to get a hold of any of us, you want to run your team time, find your boy, Reckless Fox, on Twitter, Instagram, at the Reckless Fox, find my own YouTube page, Reckless Fox, and find all my latest gaming content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If I'm not holding down the South Tower, you flex in these Howard style. GC, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Mr. Godchild 15. You can find me on Twitch, Godchild 15. And Twitter and Instagram at Godchild underscore 15. And Bowen Cabo, where can they find you? You can find me on uh, Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Bowen Cabo. And you can find me on Instagram at Chrono underscore Justice underscore Cosplay. And, uh, and you can also find me here at Scrub Club Nation, where I'll be hanging out with my good old friend Reckless Fox. Take it away. No, don't. Back to you. I'm joking. Uh, but yes, guys, we are officially done. This is episode uh, 71 of Scrub Game Podcast. And as we always say, peace out, bless up, and keep on working things $20 or less. And we bid you all adieu. Goodbye, and good night. Bang. Deuces. <laughs>